Hello and welcome to the Rookies F1 podcast. My name is Chloe. And my name is Rachel. We are Formula One fans that know a little and talk a lot. So whilst our technical knowledge may be lacking, our opinions certainly aren't. So join us as we talk about Formula One and all of the joy as well as pain it brings us. And probably Nicholas Latifi as well. You know, I was going to say, start of the season, we've got the intro off swell, but at one point I pressed my headphone too far into my ear and I couldn't hear you. <laughs> oh dear. I got really that confused. <laughs> I got really confused. I was just sat there leaning on my ear. And I was like, Chloe's taking ages to say the next part of the intro. <laughs> anyway... Start of the season, proper. Yeah. Our season. Yeah. First yeah. proper episode. And it's the predictions episode. The predictions episode. The episode that causes us the most mental anguish of all the episodes. Because we take it more seriously than we should. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're just clueless. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Although... Whilst our grid predictions last season weren't the best, they were alright, they weren't the best, we did get every single one of our general predictions right, did we? Or was it five? It was either 5 out of 6 or 6 out of 6? Yeah, and they were sort of like predicting that, did we predict a... a I predicted an Esteban podium. Oh. I was going to predict an Esteban win, I'm still absolutely gutted at myself that I didn't have the balls to go for that, because... That would have been iconic. That would have been... I would have been like, <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> get yourself a lottery ticket. That's it. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, so predictions this year. What we've got, we're predicting. Who's winning the drivers? Who's winning constructors? Three general predictions for the season. And then we're predicting the grid for the 2023 season. What we're also doing is having another set of predictions where we've just allowed ourselves to think a little bit further. So, on the edges of the realm of possibility, let's say. So, a bit crazy. (laughs) It's like, could Um, happen, but... Like, not impossible, but unlikely. Yeah, we just wanted to let our, let our minds run free, our creativity run free. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Also, before we start, it was yeah. the McLaren launch yesterday. And if you've listened to the introduction episode, <laughs> in the introduction episode, I was like, oh, I've always been a McLaren fan, but... You know, I don't know, I'm, I'm waning sure. a bit, I don't know, maybe I'm going to, you know, be more Williams this season. I take it all back. <laughs> I haven't edited it yet, I'll put a disclaimer in. Oh, brilliant. Um, <laughs> I don't know, just I guess over the winter period, my I was just like, ugh. But then as soon as they got up and running yesterday, and I saw the car and... I was like, no, I'm rooting for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> we'll do predictions and we can, after predictions, we'll talk a bit about the about the uh, car launches, livery launches. 
yes. mix of both it is, isn't it? It's a bit yeah. weird. So, let's start. Chloe. Yes. Who do you think is going to be the World Drivers' Champion in this coming season? Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I think if you bet... I think betting against Lewis Hamilton would be a silly thing to do. <laughs> yeah, he has got a vendetta. He is... Mm. We're going to see an absolute beast version of Lewis Hamilton oh this season. Oh my gosh. I so think we are, yes. Who have so you got as constructors? Um, Mercedes. Same, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was very tempted to put Ferrari... But I didn't. I went with Mercedes. But I think it's because, you know, if we're looking at my, like, second choice of driver's winner, Carlos Sainz. But... Interesting. I think I think Lewis Hamilton is just going to be a force to be reckoned with. So you're predicting a, a weaker season for Red Bull then? Maybe even third instead of second in the constructors? <laughs> that is exactly what I'm predicting. <laughs> That's no, I do. I I just don't. I just don't know if Red Bull, because they put so much into last season, if they're gonna have the resources compared to the other big teams that held back last season to fight for them. But then, of course, it's a new regs. For all we know, Red Bull could get them completely right, find an amazing loophole, speed off into the distance. But. This is it's just predictions. It, it, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter, does it? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's so windy here today, and I'm very it's conscious. Been raining. It's yeah. very. I'm very conscious that you might just hear sudden like random what, noises like, <laughs> on the podcast, <laughs> and it's. <laughs> <laughs> What a brilliant impression of wind. <laughs> I could just blow into the microphone, but it would sound terrible. Just do it. Let me take away the, um, what you call it? Whatever it's called, the little filter thing. Can you hear that? <laughs> Does it sound terrible? <laughs> Quality content. <laughs> <laughs> right, back to it. What's your first prediction, Chloe? My first prediction is that Lando Norris is going to win a race this season. Fair enough prediction. I will tell you, I was very, very close to putting as a prediction that Lando Norris won't win. <laughs> well, it's going <laughs> to be I, one I or decided, the other. <laughs> I did, yeah, exactly. I decided not to because I wasn't, I wasn't like feeling it. I, could, I wasn't feeling it either way, to be honest. <laughs> I've got I've got a gut feeling that because McLaren did so well last season that I just got I don't know I don't think they're going to progress. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> what is it that Zendaya says in Spider-Man No Way Home? If you keep your expectations low, you D- won't be disappointed. You won't be disappointed. There you go. <laughs> What was your um, first prediction? <laughs> um, Yuki Sonoda's going to get a podium. 
valid? I think are valid. I, you know what? This year, it's Yuki's year. That's I'm feeling it. He's gonna he's gonna come back. He's gonna be good. These uh, regs. He's just gonna have a great time. Last year was a bit a bit rough for him, but, but he was a rookie. At the end of the season as well, he started pulling Picking it, it up pulling a bit. It Didn't he get um fourth or something in Abu Dhabi? Mm, yeah, something like that. I'm, you know, I am, I'm just Yuki Sonoda this season. I'm just feeling it. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Yuki Sonoda podium. If he get, if he gets a win this season, I'm gonna scream because that will be the second time in the row I've predicted someone gets a podium and then they bum in. Please, you don't let me down, Yuki. Please. He's gonna get a win I've, now. He's gonna get a win. I have now, no reason. That. I have no reason, like evidence that says that he'll have a great season but i'm just feeling it in my bones in my fibia you know <laughs> is that a bone yeah fibia fibia and tibia i don't know oh. where they are <laughs> <laughs> it's either your arm or your leg <laughs> cool <laughs> <laughs> what's your second prediction my second prediction is that nicholas latifi scores more points than his teammate Alex Albon. <gasps> I love that. I was you know what? That was one of the things I was thinking about really as well. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't cuz I had a couple of other predictions I thought about, but a lot of people are writing our boy King Latifi off this season, I think. At the end of the day, he has 2 years experience with mm. Williams. Um, yeah. Alex is coming in fresh. It seems only right that Latifi will naturally get the strongest start. But who knows? And I'm going to be very upset <laughs> if <laughs> Alex from the get-go just completely obliterates him. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I could emotionally handle it. <laughs> I mean, we'll get onto this more in a bit, but it could be his last season. Uh, don't know. We don't consider that possibility <laughs> on this podcast. Okay, okay. Smooth, quickly, smoothly moving on, moving, moving, <laughs> moving on. That wasn't smooth. My second prediction. I think it's quite a simple prediction, but go with it. Every team will score points this season. I think you know. I think that's a strong, a strong shout. I just, I, I just it can't think, get any worse yeah. for Haas, can it? Sure, surely not. I'm, I'm giving them surely the benefit they can of the get doubt. One point. <laughs> surely, come on. <laughs> but yeah, there's not much, not much to that prediction. I just think closer racing. Hopefully, we'll get some more of the lower teams. will get a few more chances to at least get the lower points. Yeah. Hopefully, prediction numero tres, Chloe. Right, I made these predictions late last night and I'm looking back okay. at this now and I'm like, <laughs> what was I drinking when I made this? <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like this should be more on the crazy side, but I'm going to stick with it now. <laughs> okay, go for it, go for it. George Russell wins a minimum of three races. I don't think that's too bad a prediction. That's... I think it depends. The Mercedes has to 
be a very good car, obviously. I don't but think it's too bad. I don't it think... also means that Lewis... I don't know. I don't know. But Yeah, but Lewis could DNF. Someone could... Potentially. Tangle with him, you know. We'll see. I don't <laughs> think it's terrible. You know, also, engine penalties could put Lewis back. Yeah, that's you know. true. I don't think that's too bad a prediction, honestly. Um, Sick one. What's your my third, third prediction? prediction? Is that the Ferrari boys will have a coming together at some point? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm not saying whether or not it's a proper like they DNF coming together, like, but I do think there will be a somewhat significant touching of the cars <laughs> because I think they're going to be fighting close because I think they're two very good drivers, mm. and I think they'll be closer to the front this season. Yeah. And I think that they will both start being a little less pally with each other. Not in like a not in like a mean way, but I think because they both have the capabilities to win, they're both very talented. They will start racing each other closer and closer and closer, and then it's gonna. Oh, oh, I. I... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a spicy one. I think it's quite spicy. Um, I I, I, agree. I hope they do. I do agree. But, but yeah, I just think it. I it's just F1, think yeah. nature of F one. They're on that trajectory. If they do become, I mean, because there's not an obvious number two driver at Ferrari. Like I think from the start of last season, you would say you know Charles is a priority number one but now going through the season obviously Carlos scored more points you could say you know you would argue also that Charles had the um, average better finishing position um, but you know Carlos got more podiums and I think there's been a few things throughout the year that have suggested that Carlos has been giving better feedback obviously rumours we can't verify them but you know you, it, it's beginning to be a bit more of a okay who, like, is Charles Ferrari's golden boy still? Because, you know, the assumption was before Charles with Carlos and then eventually Mick will take Carlos's place. Who's to say now that eventually Mick won't take Charles's place? Or that Mick will even come in in general? I have my doubts about Mick. I do. <laughs> I have my doubts about Rick. <laughs> I just don't know if he's gonna be in Ferrari at some point. I think he'll, I think he'll progress to Alfa Romeo at some stage, but whether he actually gets that Ferrari seat, mm. I'm not sure. I just I, Carlos and Charles are just too very soon good to say. Talking about team changes, shall we talk about our grid predictions for 2023? Yeah, I'm right. Okay, which before yeah. we get into it. <laughs> These were impossible <laughs> to predict. Mm. Yeah. Um, can I, be- before we get into it, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna tell everyone whose contract is up this year, okay? So we have, so for 2023, Latifi's not confirmed, Albon's yeah. not confirmed, so that's both William yeah. seats up. Mick and Nikita are not confirmed, so that's both has seats up. We have Perez, who isn't confirmed. Yep. Alonso doesn't have a seat. 
Um, both Pierre Gasly and Yuki Tsunoda for AlphaTauri aren't confirmed. Seb isn't confirmed. And Guan Yu Zhou isn't... Joe. Joe isn't confirmed. You'll get it eventually. You can do it, Chloe. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's mad. It's, there's the potential for a huge silly season. There's potential, but will there be one? And we'll soon see when we get into <laughs> our predictions. <laughs> okay, where do you want to start? Because if we start from... Should we start from the bottom up? Yeah. Or the top down? It I doesn't think really bottom matter up, to me. Okay. Bottom up is going to be... Because if we start from the top, it's going to... Okay. Right. Has. I have predicted um, Nikita Mazepin and Mick Schumacher. <laughs> yep, same. Same, I think. Okay. Cool. Oh. Off to yeah. a good start. <laughs> I don't think Nikita Mazepin's going anywhere, and I think... Oh, no chance. I don't think there's going to be anywhere else for Mick, necessarily, just at the minute, so... No, no. Just one of them. Okay. We're on the same page there. Alfa Romeo. Obviously Valtteri Bottas. So I've put Bottas and Joe. Yep, same. I think Guan Yu Joe, however he does, he's bringing in, if the reports are right, he's bringing in a significant amount of money. He's not to going Alpha anywhere, unless he has an absolute shocker. Yeah, he's not unless going we're anywhere. talking, he has a terrible, terrible, terrible season, and Teo Porcher like dominates F two. I think that's the scenario that they swap. But I think that it's most likely that Guan Yu Zhou is going to be sticking around for at least another year. Yeah, at least. Okay, Williams. I've gone for Latifi and Albon. <laughs> okay, I've gone for Latifi and Albon as well. I just <laughs> these are such boring predictions so far. I apologise. <laughs> I just yeah, I I think it's unlikely they'll change. The thing with Williams, I don't know. I can't judge how they'll do this season. It's really up in the air. Well, from the rumours at the minute, it's not looking good. <laughs> so yeah, I I think it's unlikely. They'll change. I think they're a bit of an iffy one, though. I I can't tell because I also can't tell, like Alex's sort of place in the team. Because he, you know, he's only just coming in. Would they be willing to get rid of him immediately after? With Latifi, obviously King Latifi brings in money to the team, and but he's also been there. This is his third year. Has experience with the team. You know, it, it's. I'm really... Williams is a weird one because I really don't know what's going to happen there, I, but I'm assuming yeah. it's probably going to stay the same. Mm-hmm. Aston Martin. Uh, I've gone with Seb and Lance. <laughs> I've gone with Seb and Lance as well. <laughs> oh, no. I just don't think it's going to change. <laughs> I, I, Lance obviously isn't going to go... Obviously. For a while. <laughs> and Seb... I, I don't think Seb from... What I gather, just, you know, as an empath, I'm sensing... <laughs> I don't think he's ready <laughs> that to he's leave. not going to leave. Um, no, I don't think he's ready to leave. And I don't think Aston Martin's going to have quite as ugh a season as they did last year. Um, and I think, based on what I've heard, and I remember listening to the Beyond the Grid podcast with Lawrence Stroll. Was it Beyond the Grid? Probably. And, um, you know, he's saying that while Aston Martin might not be fighting for the championship 
this year the plan is that they will be in like 2025 or something like that yeah so if if they can make this sort of upward progression i think that that'd be all right i think they'd need to uh, hopefully they could get a podium or two again this year um be fighting for them more i think if they have a terrible season seb's going but i don't think they're gonna have a terrible season we'll see hope they don't. that's a sexy car oh my god <laughs> okay alpha tauri you go first I've got Pierre and Yuki. <laughs> See, this is where we differ. Okay. And I think I've gone a quite bold, actually. I've got Pierre. Okay. And Dennis Hauger. <laughs> wow. Which I think is quite bold because they're obviously Red Bull Juniors that have been in F2. Now they're going on their second, third year, whatever. And Dennis Hauger's just the F3 champion who's now in F2. I just have a feeling he's going to win F2. <laughs> I, j- I don't I know why though. I think that they're just going to go straight for a um, thing. But I also, with Pierre, I think he'll stay at AlphaTauri and then I think for 2024, I've got yeah, this written in my I think he's going to either Mercedes or McLaren. Oh! <laughs> yeah. That's But that's like a, obviously we can't tell that prediction. There'll be another, if we're still going <laughs> next year. Um, there'll be another prediction then. But that's, yeah, so, oh, where's Yuki gone? Oh. <laughs> Alpine. I've got Esteban Ocon and Oscar Piastri. Same. <laughs> We're just like, ah, oh, great minds think alike. I just think, obviously, Esteban's got quite a lengthy contract with the team now. Mm. And I think it'd be criminal for Oscar not to have a seat. That's the thing. I think, I was thinking as well, that you know how um, Alan Prost has left Alpine? Yeah. I think Alonso could go in as like an advisory kind of role. I don't think, I think, I don't think Fernando's going to be ready to stop racing, but the team I think he'll be just... doing other, yeah. Yeah, I've, I think if it was up to him, he'd continue with the team next year in Formula One as a driver. But I've got a feeling the team might be like, Fernando, you know, we've got Oscar Piastri, we want to... Because I think, because with, that's where, like, my sort of iffy about Williams comes in. I think if Alpine don't get Oscar Piastri, and obviously we don't know what kind of contract Oscar Piastri has with Alpine, but I think he could be one that Williams are like... Oh, definitely. Maybe we can try and steal him. I think other teams will be looking at taking him if Alpine don't capitalise on him going into the next season. But you never know what will happen. McLaren. I mean, we know McLaren based on contracts. Lando and Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That that's just the contracts. <laughs> they're they're in there. <laughs> um, Ferrari. I assume we've got the same Ferrari as well. Charles and Carlos. Yeah, because obviously Carlos hasn't signed a contract yet. He's not going anywhere. But there's been a lot of talk, you know, Bonotto, Carlos, all that. They've all been saying that they're negotiating a contract at the moment. Uh, Mercedes, contracts. So, yeah, they're both contracted. Yeah, they're both contracted. I guess uh, there's a lot of sort of speculation over what Lewis could do yeah, cause if he wins or exactly. whatever but I think 
the most likely scenario is that they'll both be there. Mm-hmm. And then Red Bull. Max and Checo. <laughs> what um, have you done? <laughs> Wait, have you done? Have you done Max I've and done Yuki? Max and Yuki. <laughs> I told you, Yuki's gonna have a great season. Right, I'll tell you. I'll tell you my thinking behind this. You know how, despite the fact Red Bull are, are moving to Red Bull powertrains for the engine, they're still the. We've now found out they've got this long partnership with Honda still. So there's still the Japanese interest. Yeah. That they um, need to satisfy in a way. Yuki Tsunoda, Japanese driver. Yuki then has a great season. <laughs> At the start of the season, he's doing great. And Red Bull think, right, we've got Max, who's born in 97. And then we've got Yuki born in 2000. That's a partnership that can last for years if it works. Look, it, it's a bit of a wild prediction, I'll admit. But I just, I'm, I'm just feel it in my bones, and I also think it's going to be the last straw for Pierre. I think he's going to sign this with so spot yeah. on. I think he's going to sign with Alpha. He's going to stay with AlphaTauri for another year because I think we don't entirely know Pierre's contract. Like I think we're assuming that it's up, but I think it's sort of a. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. This is just off a of memory. But I do think it'll be the last straw for Pierre and that he will, after next season, go outside of the Red Bull family. Because I just don't think they're putting him in a Red Bull. They would never. Um, I mean, I'll eat my words if they do, but I just don't see him going. I just hear stuff about him having burnt his bridges and I just think, and I think, if not Yuki, I think there's a high likelihood that a junior could go straight into the Red Bull seat, actually. I just, with Checo, Checo's great. And this is what makes me sad, because if this is right, then Checo's out the grid. He doesn't have a seat. Checo's great, but looking to the future, and if Red Bull aren't... I think, right, if Red Bull are winning, if they are at the top of the championships this season, Checo's staying. But I just don't think they will be. And I think that gives them an opportunity to build for the future. Checo's not going to hang around at Red Bull for another five years. No. So Red Bull, if they're not at the top, they're going to use it as an opportunity to build a team. They've got someone born in 97, and then you're looking at someone born in 2000, 2001, whatever the juniors are born in. That's an opportunity for a team that can last a long time. That's that's my thought, thought process. <laughs> solid. Maybe I just solid. want something spicy to happen. <laughs> so, yeah, overall pretty bland apart from that last prediction made by Rachel <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think I think 2024 grid there'll be a lot of changes I think the issue with next season is that it is going to depend so much on the performance of both the car and drivers what yeah, the and we have no look like. clue yeah um, also a few retirements potential retirements uh, hinge on it but again that's another we can't you just can't tell there is literally no way of knowing how things are gonna go (laughs) (laughs) but i guess we can get a bit more funky with these other predictions that we've got yeah where uh, it's getting it i can tell you it's a lot spicier (laughs) 
mine are borderline ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I it, mean, do you want to go for drivers and constrictors first? Because I think you might laugh at mine. <laughs> okay. So, just to reiterate, these are crazy predictions that uh, are not Within the impossible. realm of possibility. Yeah. But, like, on the edge of it. Exactly. <laughs> so, interestingly, for my um, driver's champion, I put Carlos, which you was going to put as your genuine. <laughs> I had Carlos... I put Carlos down for this and crossed him out because I thought that's actually not... I don't think that's too ridiculous. Um, have you got Ferrari then as your construction yeah. winner? Yeah. Um, okay. Brace yourself. Braced. My driver's winner is Fernando Alonso. <laughs> and my constructor's winner is Alpine. And I do not think this is out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> I, you know, I genuinely think I have a feeling somewhere in my bones. I'm still trying to find it properly. I'm not sure where it's coming from. Um, but I just have a feeling that Alpine are going to get the, the regulations right. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what. If Fernando <laughs> wins in that blue car with pink on, <laughs> I will explode. <laughs> I just, I don't think it's impossible. I think it could happen. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> like 15 years, 50, 16 years after his last championship win. Just, but like, <laughs> just imagine seeing Fernando on the podium, podium regularly again. Like, oh most races he could be on the podium. Imagine, imagine if we get like a Fernando Seb Lewis podium. Rachel. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm tempting you. Okay, predictions. I Wait, no your constructors, did you put Al- oh, you put oh, Alpine? Oh, Alpine. Alpine, okay. yeah. Because <laughs> I, think, I think this season we are getting the same drivers and constructors winner. Yeah. Because I think there's a good chance that someone will have just got the regs right from the get-go. And, and then just... everyone will be changing their cars to try and figure out how they did it. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. I'm so curious at what your general predictions are going to be. Well, I'm looking at them and I'm like, maybe they're not crazy. Maybe they're just... Go for it, go for it. Okay, so my first prediction is that Latifi's on the podium. <gasps> I put that Nicholas Latifi will get a top five finish in a race. <laughs> <laughs> Great minds think alike. It's gonna happen for me. It's just gonna. It's gonna. George was on the podium <laughs> for a race that didn't happen. I just. I just don't think it's not impossible. It's not. And if it happens, oh my god! If oh my god, imagine Chloe Silverstone. Nicholas Satifi on the podium. Best day of my life. <laughs> that will be the best day of my life. I don't think anything could top it. Brilliant. <laughs> oh. Shit. <laughs> <myself> like that. <laughs> so, my second prediction super crazy. I've put hash. Hash? Hash. Has. <laughs> 
Hash. Hash. Hash won't finish P10 in the constructors. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I think that is kind of crazy. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Maybe P9? P- maybe P9. You know, they could do it. It's not impossible. They've got no excuses. They spent the whole of last year working on this car, so... Spent, like, two years working on this car. Oh, me, They need to... My second prediction is that in one of the races this season, there will be ten DNFs. <laughs> wow. That's, um... Bold. <laughs> it's bold. I literally, I sat there and I went, I was like, am I going to write this? <laughs> I mean, if we have some crazy weather again. Well, I just think as well back to, um, was it um, the first race of 2020 in uh, the Red Bull race? Oh, my God. There was nine DNFs. You raise a good point because... We've got new regulations. First race of the season, reliability generally is pretty poor, but with all these new regs... I think it's possible that... We could have a race that is is got a lot of chaos. Interesting. Yeah. That's going to be the race that Nicholas Latifi gets podium. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's your third prediction? Um. Okay. Again, I don't know how crazy you want to deem this, but I've predicted that Sebastian Vettel is going to win a race. <laughs> <gasps> I hope he does. Oh my gosh! Imagine. Oh, man. Imagine if Lance wins a race. I'm struggling to imagine, but I'm trying. (laughs) Don't do that to our boy. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I really, I just, like, last year, going into the season, Haas was so, uh, not Haas, Aston Martin. (laughs) Aston Martin. (laughs) Aston Martin was so optimistic. And then everyone had such high expectations for him. And then it was just a bit... Uh. The reg changes just... So I'm hoping... Like the aero... Yeah, whatever, I'm hoping technical. that this this season, Aston Martin will make a jump. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> What's your third prediction? So I think mine's a bit crazy in just how specific it is. Um... One of the championships will be decided at Mexico, but the other one will go to Abu Dhabi. Interesting. <laughs> I was I was actually almost put that one of the championships will be decided in um, Austin, but then I went for Mexico. Mexico's third from last race of the season. Abu Dhabi's obviously the last race. If if I just break that down, mm. so you want. You think one of them... Okay, so if a driver wins in Mexico, that would assume that they've won a lot of races and accumulated a lot of points. You you can say Lewis Hamilton. Okay, so if Lewis does that, then if he's accumulated that many points, the only reason why the constructors wouldn't be sorted around the same sort of time would be if George had an absolute shocker and was a terrible second driver for Mercedes. Well, it's not that he's terrible. It's more that the Ferrari boys are just quite good. <laughs> and they're oh. used to, you know... So we could have... So, a, so you're in your head, you're seeing a lot of first place Lewis, 
Second place Carlos, third place Charles, fourth place George, potentially. Yeah, yeah, sort of that kind of that kind of vibe. Or if we've got if Red Bull are in the mix, if Alpine are in the mix, if, <laughs> sorry, I'm missing out McLaren. I should say McLaren as well. If they're in yeah. the mix, you know, I think there is a potential that someone could get caught up in it. You know, Interesting. that's just how it be. Okay, I don't know which way how we're gonna do this grid because it's gonna be um, a little bit mental whichever way we go through it. Actually, <laughs> do you wanna go? Should we go bottom up again because we Let's did the first time? Okay, 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Who do you I'm think's just... gonna be in house, Chloe? Just go for it. Just. Sugar, I'm looking at this now and I'm like, I haven't made this crazy. It's okay, okay just, I have. Just skip past for me because I've just... My crazy predictions, Mazepin and Nick. <laughs> so you just... You think that no matter what happens, I, that's going to yeah, be them. You just yeah. don't see it changing no, at all. No. Go. Brace yourself. Braced. <laughs> um, I think Nikita Mazepin will be at Has. I think that's a certainty of life. Um... <laughs> and Sergio Perez. <laughs> I told you to brace yourself. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, I, this is why I said I didn't know whether we should go from the top or the bottom because this is wild. <laughs> So I'll tell you, I almost put Robert uh, Schwartzman, but then I thought, no, double that's double Russian. <laughs> and I'm not saying that because I've got anything against Russian people. I'm saying that because Has would look at who, okay, who has sponsorship potential? They've already got the Russian driver and the Russian sponsors. No use getting another Russian driver who you know, has less sponsors. Why not get the, spoiler alert, um, out of contract Mexican with all the big Mexican sponsors? Sergio Perez brings in all the big Mexican sponsors, has is Nikita Mazepin and Sergio Perez. Imagine. <laughs> I just, you know what, I wrote that down and I just went, <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> you've outdone yourself. Um, Alfa Romeo, who are you saying? So, Alfa Romeo, I've kept Bottas, but I've teamed him with Teo Portchair. Yeah, I've done the same thing. It's like what we said earlier. If Guan Yu Zhou has a terrible season and Portchair dominates F2... You never know. Because as much, as good as money is... Now, my Williams is um, borderline (laughs) unrealistic. Like, it is probably the most crazy prediction out of them all. But I feel like I just had to. It was something I had to do. Okay, go for it. So, um, Nick DeFries. Oh, okay. From Formula E. And Jamie Chadwick. (laughs) 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 There's 99.9% certain that Jamie Chadwick will not be driving for Williams in 2023. However, 
she has been driving her socks off in W series for years in Extreme E and I just feel like as a woman I have to put her forward. You did it for the girls and the I girls did it for only. Girls. <laughs> so my Williams is um Nicholas Satifi. Okay. And Oscar Piastri. Interesting. Mm. Well you gotta think, in this in this universe, Fernando Alonso's won the championship. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Oscar Piastri is in Williams. Okay, Aston Martin. <laughs> okay, I've gone with Lance Stroll because obviously yeah, he's not going. He's um, not going anywhere. As he should, he should stay where he is, stake, stake his claim. And for his teammate, I've got Pierre Gasly. Oh! <laughs> oh! Pierre to Aston Martin. I love this curveball. I love it. Imagine Pierre in racing green. You make a good point. You make a good point. So my Aston Martin, brace yourself once again. Braced. <laughs> Lance Stroll. Okay. And you didn't question where he went earlier. Mick Schumacher's at Aston Martin. Trade a German for a German. Sebastian Vettel's retired. <laughs> Mick jumps in. Interest. Do you know what though? Possible because obviously Seb. Seb has that kind of mentorship role to yeah. make. It would make sense for Seb to still be involved in the team for Mick to move into Seb's seat and them to be able to work together. Exactly. Interesting. And I, just think, I think you know you look at Ferrari, you look at Charles and Carlos, and if you're Mick Schumacher, you think. How can I prove myself enough in a has in to a point where I could replace one of them in the near future? You probably can't. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Um so Alphatari. Okay. Bloody hell. <laughs> oh, what have you done, Chloe? <laughs> Chloe, what well, have you it's, done? It, okay, it's not that bad. I've got Alex Albon. Ooh. Back to Alpha Tauri. Mm. I know. And Liam Lawson. <laughs> okay. Liam Lawson, I think, is a fair enough thought. Ale- Alex Albon, would he go back to Alpha Tauri? Yeah, I think That's he would. I, I don't think... I think he's a... If he's not in the Red Bull, he's not... Do you think? That's uh, I think. I think I've if got I think if the Alpha Tower is still doing well though. Oh my god! Imagine if the Alpha Tower was beating the Red Bull. <laughs> they would not let that. Happen. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, that I love that universe. They'd be uh, sticking Alpha- pins in the Alpha Tower's tires. <laughs> sticking pins in them. <laughs> Give them a completely different engine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have for Alpha Tauri, I have um, Yuki. Yeah. Stays. And um, Dennis Helger, I put him in again. I've done it again. <laughs> I don't know. He should, he's winning F two. <laughs> I just that's just what's gonna happen. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Alpine. Okay, so my Alpine's pretty boring again. I've just got Esteban and Oscar. See, I have Esteban and Fernando. 
Oh. This is a universe. This is a universe where Fernando stays because he's won the championship. <laughs> I see. <laughs> he's coming for Lewis's record. <laughs> Bit late to the game, but you know. Imagine being like fifty and still racing in Formula One. Hey, didn't um. How long did Fangio? How Manuel Frangio back in the day? I mean, he went for like a long time. These modern. Oh, these new cars, like. <laughs> but you know, Fernando Alonso's got a wham neck, like. <laughs> How old's Fernando now? Let's have a look. Fernando is what, 40 he... years old. He's got a few, a few years. He's got a few years. He's got a few years. He can do it. And he Age has is a nothing. fat neck. <laughs> he has a fat neck that keeps his head up. McLaren. Um, okay. Lando. Yep. Because he's not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Found that out recently. Um, and Pato O'Ward. Ah, okay. Mexican McLaren IndyCar driver. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I See, I've got Lando and Daniel. Okay. Again, I... Um, I don't. I just don't see them shifting Daniel out until his contract's up. I do. I was contemplating putting someone else in. Okay. Um. Um. But I. I just. I don't know because that would be dependent Wait. on the idea. That would be dependent on Wait. the idea. <laughs> that would be dependent Wait. on the idea that Daniel has a performance clause in his contract. Okay. I'm. I'm on the spot. Rec- Sorry, Pato. Bye bye. <laughs> You're out. Okay, so, theoretically, okay. if Lewis wins his eighth world championship this season, mm-hmm. in 2023, I want him in the McLaren seat. <gasps> oh, Chloe, don't do that. <laughs> I think he'll get his eighth and then bow out with McLaren. Oh, my God, if, if, if Daniel, like... If getting rid of Daniel means that we get Lewis back in the McLaren, Daniel, bugger off back to Australia, mate. I don't, <laughs> but I mean, we don't need you here. But I mean, but this, Lewis in the McLaren. But in, oh. but in this universe, it actually still works out for Daniel, as you'll soon see. Oh, does it? Oh my gosh. Oh, Chloe. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, I have I have McLaren as London Daniel. Have you got Ferrari Charles and Carlos? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's not changing, no way. Okay. Okay. So Mercedes. Mercedes. I've got George. Mm-hmm. And I I've have got George Daniel. as well. You've got Daniel. <laughs> right. Listen. I know he's contracted in, but I and think he's not. <laughs> he's although he's contracted in, I think. Lewis, if he gets his eighth, I think they could do a switcheroo. And I think... To be fair, they do have the connections, don't they? Yep. And I think Daniel is going to do whatever he can to get that seat because... (laughs) What, is this this his 12th season in Formula One? Something like that, isn't it? And he's desperate. I think if he doesn't... I don't know. The thing is, though, would that be a swap that, in the nicest way to Daniel, his form last season, despite the fact he got a race win, was a bit iffy. 
one race win, but multiple Q1 bowing outs. <laughs> Would Mercedes be happy with a swap between Lewis and Daniel? Or... <sighs> Would well, rather, I think... Would they rather have a driver with, some may claim, a bit more potential, such as Pierre Gasly, who is in my Mercedes team? <laughs> okay. Valid, though. I can see... I can see it. I can see both. I can see with Daniel, obviously proven race winner, Proven to be a good number two driver. <laughs> um, so if Mercedes, if Lewis leaves, if Mercedes want to start honing in on George and using George as their number one guy, Daniel could be a good fit for the team. Pierre, also race winner. <laughs> Obviously... His it gives him a good chance to be like <laughs> yeah, Red Bull. Eh. Yeah, and his performance <laughs> is, I mean, especially this, the last season, outstanding. But would Mercedes look to his stint at Red Bull? I don't know. Oh. If Lewis retires, and I hope he doesn't, I'd prefer the universe where Lewis stays in F1, whether that's at Mercedes or McLaren. <laughs> Lewis retires it's going to be mental because it could be you know could Mercedes even buy I know that he doesn't have a clause in his contract where Mercedes can just take him but would Mercedes be willing to buy Esteban Ocon out of his contract in that case as well potentially poor Nick De Fr- we're not even contemplating the idea of Nick DeFries going to Mercedes oh no bless no. him um, I, and I, I just a number of years old I now. wish there was more teams because there are so many oh drivers God, yeah. that I would love to see in F1. I mean, even Stoffel Van Dorn, I feel like oh Stoffel, a oh, guy Stoffel. His stint at McLaren, he was done so dirty. That McLaren he was god awful. He was done filthy. And he was never given the opportunity to shine, and now that's tainted his career in Formula One, and I'm fuming about it. Anyway, the final final team. Okay, so I'm assuming we've both got Max. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I've put Yuki Tsunoda as Max's teammate. <laughs> I love how my normal predictions are. <laughs> okay, my prediction for Max's teammate. Alex Albon. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> a big wow. But if he has a good season with the Williams, I mean, last year he was working with Red Bull on the simulator and stuff. If he's a strong year in F1 this year, strong possibility. You know, are they using Williams to just get him back used to... Yeah. Racing again, and then they're gonna. That's such a good take shout. Him back. Like, because bit of a conspiracy theory, but because I know that he doesn't have like the connection connections with Red Bull, but he's obviously always gonna have the connections. So. And I know, I know, Checo near the end of the season was pulling his weight more as a second Red Bull driver, 
but for Red Bull, they want someone who's consistent. Yeah. Maybe Alex could provide that consistency now he's got that extra experience with the team and in Formula exactly. 1. Exactly. Exactly. Interesting. It's a um, crazy possibility, but you know, whatever happens. <laughs> Fernando Alonso's winning the championship. Fernando, whatever happens, Fernando Alonso's winning the championship, so. <laughs> Should that be the title? Fernando Alonso's winning the championship, just the, the clickbait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Those were some predictions. That was fun. That was fun. I enjoyed that. We should do this more often. (laughs) (laughs) Fresh predictions every month. (laughs) We just look at the whole IndyCar grid and just... Okay, I have no idea who these drivers are, but let's just predict their futures. Just swap them all around. (laughs) MotoGP. (laughs) We could do it all. We could do W Series. Um, We could do it all. That's it. We don't need... um, we don't need to do talk about F1 anymore. We're just predicting the grids of every <laughs> single motorsport series. That's all this podcast is going to be now. <laughs> Talking about W Series, moving into some of the news recently. Yeah. Um, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh wow! Has bought yeah. a W Series team. Now I'm I'm not entirely sure whether she's bought a team as in is taking over an existing team, or it's going to be. An- another team. Well, I'm assuming she's taking over an existing team. Well, I don't think I don't, I don't know, but I, I don't, don't think she is because obviously W Series operates a bit differently to say Formula One, um, in that they all drive the same car. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think. I think True. It's just a, what would be the point? Yeah. yeah. I just think it's a brand new team. I think it's I called gener- Generate. Jenna Racing. Jenna Racing. Um, oh my god, that sounds like gen- Generation. 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 Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, because obviously it's not it's not the same it, to F1 in that it's, you know, manufacturing all the different parts. It's just yeah. the standard shared car. Yeah. I think she'll just introduce, but I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it. And I know it was controversial... And yeah, obviously not ideal, but she is investing in W Series, and it's bringing a lot of people. It's bringing W Series into focus for a lot of people who wouldn't have heard of it. A lot of Americans, a lot of people who. I mean, it's without doubt she has a major following. Yeah. It's not ideal, but if it's going to do the sport overall good, then... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a difficult thing because it's like, obviously, she's expressed like transphobia to a lot of people, like female athletes and all that, um, which is horrendous. But I think as long as a conversation saying what hurts, a lot of her views are wrong, as long as that conversation keeps up, yeah. While she's putting the money into the sport, I'm, you know, that's all right. Because as long as we don't ignore some of the very problematic, controversial things she said, that's fine. But if it does get ignored, then I wouldn't be happy, I think. 
Um, talk about W series. Um, interestingly, I've heard stuff about um, a little Jamie Chadwick and Alice Powell suggesting that they won't be returning. Well, for the next season, it won't surprise which is me. Interesting, which makes me think then, hmm, who's going to win? Um, I think Emma Kimmelainen will probably be heavy favourite going into next. But I think I think Abby Pulling could be a dark horse she she didn't have a full-time drive last season but thanks to the fact that she came in i think it was a top eight in championship despite not having a full-time drive despite only doing something like three races she was in the top eight was on pole for one of the races that she did um one of the austin ones i think she she could be a dark horse in it as well interesting it's gonna be fun very young yeah. I'm super glad that, again, like last year, W Series is going to be following F1 for certain races this season um, and be the supporting race. I think yes. that's super cool for oh, them. I can't wait to watch them at Silverstone. Oh, my God. It's going to be so it's so good. And the fact that they're going to Miami as well. Yes. Welcome brand to Miami. New, brand new, the new track with all the hype around. And W Series is going to be there. It's going to be so good. Yeah, just, ah, oh, love those girlies, let's go. <laughs> it's just, it annoys me because you look at someone like Jamie Chadwick who has been in W Series for, what, two seasons now? Yeah, won them both. Won them both. What more can she do? <laughs> I know, exactly. But I think... um. I think it's they had her and Alice Powell had tests with like um, World Endurance Championship, so you know maybe they'll go that way. I I think someone like Abby Pulling could be the sort of ticket that could be a a girl going into modern. I mean, I'm not F1 even suggesting she's young. F1. I'm like yeah, F2. F2. <laughs> um, but with Abby Pulling, she's young. She was doing F4, I believe, but then she had to pull out because she didn't have the money she was doing well in british f4 so but hopefully if she does want w series who knows what could happen but you know w series love w series excited to watch it again yee and then liveries and car launches that have occurred oh we've had mclaren yesterday mixed opinions i Um, personally like it i don't i i'm just like I just saw it and I was like, oh, it's alright. Like, I don't dislike it, but I, there's, I just don't quite, like, I'm not looking at it and going, oh, I really like that. Yeah. I, I don't like the race suits. No. Don't like them. Or the merch, the um, merchandise oh. they've done. It's a, it's a photo on the website where it's literally one of the bits has peeled away and they've got that photo on the website. Like, that's insanity. Like, if you're going to charge someone £70 for a hoodie or a T-shirt, at least ensure that your quality is top-notch. And we know that they can do quality, because I've got a couple of Daniel Ricciardo hoodies that they did, which are great. Just let... It's like, when you're bumming screen printing... It's so annoying. (sighs) Anyway, the Aston Martins... Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a sexy car. <laughs> a fan favorite. Oh my god, I love. I just saw it and I was like, I was sat in a seminar with the live stream on half my screen. I'm like trying to pay attention to both things at the same time. And I see this car and I'm just like, Bwah. 
That's the beautiful. lime green is. Oh. <laughs> Julie, your mom <laughs> replied to our Twitter saying that she loves it. Oh, well, shout out to my mum because she's got the right idea. <laughs> so nice. Oh, I really hope they have a good season. I hope they have a good season. I really do. With that kind of car, imagine. Oh, imagine that car winning races. The only, the only thing <laughs> that I'm gonna pull up about the Aston Martin. Interesting choice by them. Technically, aesthetically, not my favourite. Um, the, the gills. Um, the gills. <laughs> the gills. <laughs> I'm curious. Like, I mean, we are obviously like the opposite of technically minded I think what did Bryson call them okay the cooling louvres I think I might have pronounced that wrong <laughs> um, as in like as it, the louvres in like the, the, the like the art gallery pronounced L-O-U V-R-E-S but that's like the louvre in like France yeah isn't it? what's a louvre <laughs> What is a Louvre? <laughs> Let me hang What's on. a Louvre? <laughs> what? Do you know how in the introduction we said we were going to make a conscious effort to become more technical? That's this. That's this right now. Oh, okay. A Louvre is um, each of a set of angled slats fixed or hung at regular intervals in a door shutter or screen to allow air or light to pass through. Or in a medieval house, a structure <laughs> incorporating openings for the passage of smoke. Interesting choice by them, I'm sure. Why is the Louvre called the Louvre? I don't know. But the thing is with me, I have that thing where I don't like to see holes close together. Oh, th- thalamophobia. Well, it, what's it? Trypophobia? Th- no, what am I thinking of philosophy? Tripophobia. And for me, it's just a bit... Huh. <laughs> um, <but laughs> we'll see. A philosophy is a fear of deep bodies of water. Why have I got them mixed up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the sea. <laughs> it's like that kind of thing. Oh, oh it makes me feel all funny. Yeah, and Haas, they've released their car. Looks like a Haas. <laughs> it looks like a Haas. Uh, definitely um, no affiliation to Russia whatsoever. <laughs> no, it, it's a red, white and blue for America, Chloe. Oh, how could I forget? <laughs> definite, definitely not Russia. Definitely not. That is, that is definitely, definitely sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> red Bull... So the, re- the interesting thing about the Red Bull is they're the only team so far to have just shown their livery on the show car, from what we can tell. Unless that's what their car looks like. Yeah. Um, which is unlikely. But <laughs> imagine, if they, imagine if they just did, did the show car and they were just like, oh, no. well, perfect. They are playing their cards very close to their chest and they're not revealing anything. Either that or they're really behind schedule and they just have no clue what to do. <laughs> the Red Bull looks like a Red Bull. I don't know why. I think Red Bull generally have a have a decent livery is branding. Although <laughs> talking about my mum from earlier, she was watching it and she's like, oh, I just don't like Christian Horner. 
just irritates me. <laughs> I think I, I think I've got watching too much Drive to Survive. I mean, I think he did Drive to Survive, thinking that it was going to do him the, you know, wonders like with all of this screen time, it's going to gain him so much popularity and stuff. But <laughs> it is really not. <laughs> no, it has backfired for him. <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, those were the livery reveals so far. When this comes out, I think, will Alpha Tauri have been revealed? What's on Monday? Let me get the calendar up. Yeah, so when this comes out, Alpha Tauri will have been revealed and Williams will be being revealed on the same day. So obviously we don't have opinions on them yet, but we will for the next episode. Um, what else happened? Lando Norris has signed a big contract. Yeah. He, you know what? He's played. He's played it smart, because he, he got that sort of like, unknown multi-year deal. We didn't really know what was going on with it. Just that it was a multi-year deal before. Yeah. Probably had clauses in it. Yeah. Of all sorts. And now he's gone, and he's gone right. I will be with you after, because he said that he's had some sort of interest from Mercedes and Red Bull. Which makes me think. But I mean. I, I really hope that that was um, interest from Mercedes in the sense of replacing Lewis eventually. Because otherwise, and with George, we've got... Valtteri was offered a one-year contract. And then... Was McLaren looking at replacing Valtteri with Lando before George? <laughs> because then imagine poor George. <laughs> he, I mean, he is all the way up Mercedes' bum, and he wasn't even first choice. <laughs> I tell you what, I did feel quite bad for Daniel, though, at the launch, when they were like, so, Lando, just signed that massive contract extension, and everyone was applauding, and then Daniel was, like, applauding too, but I was like, man, that's got to hurt. <laughs> it's got to hurt. Cause he knows. To be fair, he's got another couple of years honey on his contract so but he, i think he, he knows that lando is mclaren's star he boy is mclaren he is lando he, is is, he just is mclaren <laughs> yeah and i think daniel knows that if he performs this year like he did last year and i know he got a win but having one win isn't good enough when you're just when you're in what should be the third or fourth fastest car and you're going out in Q1. It's not good. So, look, I believe in Daniel. I I think he can book it, book it up. But if he doesn't, then I think he knows that he's out. And he said that he said that he wants to retire with McLaren. So hopefully, hopefully that do, that <laughs> That doesn't come <laughs> sooner rather later than later. Rather than sooner. <laughs> yeah. Also, what else has happened? Um, Bahrain recently signed. Oh my a word! Big deal till what? Twenty thirty six. We will be thirty six years old when this contract's coming to an end. That is insane. That is, for. What kind of money do they have in Bahrain? I mean, they have a lot. They a lot have a lot of money. money. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money. Um, Talking about Bahrain as well. Mm. Testing. 
Right, yeah. Barcelona testing will not be televised. No. Nor will we get live timings. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nor will we get much media coverage at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bahrain will be the first time we properly see the new cars. Yeah. And it'll be televised. Yeah. Do you think... This is conspiracy theory that I've seen. Do you think Bahrain, that the officials at Bahrain, the people running it, have paid F1 to have their event be the first one to see the new cars? Interesting. That's a, that's a theory that I've seen. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense, I guess. Yeah. It is... It is bizarre. It, it is bizarre, and it's annoying because it's... But I mean, we're going to have to talk about Barcelona testing whilst not knowing much about Barcelona testing. Right. Someone needs to take one for the team and fly a drone over the circuit. Yes, okay, please. Or someone get, like, a child to, to sneak in, like, find yeah. a gap in the fence and take a video camera and just... I mean, phone. Barcelona as video well. Video camera. It's not... <laughs> <Why don't> I... <laughs> Why did I think of a video camera before a phone? <laughs> Barcelona as well. It's 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 not very hilly, so it's not like someone could climb a hill and then have like a <laughs> sit at the top of the hill. <laughs> Walkie talkie. Oh, you never guess what happened. Let, let me let me describe the Red Bull team. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, it is it is a strange one. I don't I seriously don't understand their reasoning for not showing it because surely with these brand new like regs and stuff you want to get the hype going as soon as possible ahead of the season i don't get it i don't get it it's annoying it's very annoying It's, it's very that's it it's just annoying that's it other any other news interesting that some of obviously now things are getting underway a bit some of the journalists are able to ask questions and obviously (laughs) one of some of the questions they're asking are about Abu Dhabi and interestingly Lance Stroll (laughs) oh legend he actually came out came out uh, oh well done Spreading false news, Chloe. You can't be doing that. No, he he came out to say that um, <laughs> um, that basically the FIA can't be making up rules during races. Yes. Thank you, Lance. Someone had to say it. Considering that Seb, Lando, and Daniel have all been like, "Oh, it's just it's too difficult for for Michael Massey. Yeah. Everyone makes mistakes." Blah blah blah. No, oh, if it like it, what annoys me about it is that it's like, can they not like? What annoys me about the whole thing? It's just like, how do people not realize that if this is a precedent that's set, it can happen to anyone on the grid. It will. Inf- it will affect all of them. Do these guys not sit there and think, I don't want to be winning a race and then have the rules tampered with just for the sake of entertainment? But I say for the sake of entertainment. It wasn't like, oh. It just, I don't know. I just don't see how they can sit there. I feel, I don't know if the like teams are going to be uh, like briefing them on having to say it or if that's their genuine opinions. 
my god, I'm 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 simultaneously very ex- like excited and dreading the report coming out on the whole thing. Like Monday. Oh. It's coming oh. out Monday. So it'll be out by the time this goes out. Oh my I god. Have I'm not sure I can handle it. <laughs> I have low expectations. I think it's going to be very yeah. disappointing. I think it's going to I think it's going to be hugely disappointing. I think it's going to be vague and not very specific and it's just gonna it's an attempt to gonna it's gonna be an attempt to paper over the cracks and it's just gonna it's be, gonna be like oh no oh, it's, it's, everyone makes mistakes it's just the rules were too complicated for him but it's not it's not gonna come to anything i don't the rules think aren't complicated if everyone else apart from michael massey understands them yeah. <laughs> that's that's about it News-wise, I think. Did we mention that... I mean, it's not really news, it's just petty. Um, at the Autosport Awards, Mercedes was auctioning off a tour of their factory. <laughs> and Christian Horner put in the highest bid. <laughs> I, lo- I love that, honestly. I admire the man for it. <laughs> <laughs> he saw his opportunity and he took it. It's a charity auction. So it's not like, you know, it's going to charity, he saw the opportunity, he's taken it, I hope it's filmed. <laughs> I hope it's filmed. And that if, if it's not filmed, they're missing an opportunity. <laughs> yeah, and talking of things that I hope gets filmed, I hope Roman Grosjean gets a shot in the Mercedes. <laughs> well, this is so, it, it's like a really, I think a lot of people... Uh, uh, weaponizing it as a like oh Mercedes are bad they they said this thing and they haven't done it yet no it it's just a matter of COVID yeah and then F one schedule versus IndyCar schedule and the fact that because it it was a problem of with um France and the French GP got changed date didn't it yeah last year because because of Australia getting can what well, something got cancelled I can't remember which race it was so that changed it and then so. Roman couldn't come then, and then Roman decided that he wanted to do ovals, which then made it more difficult. So it's one of those really annoying things where it's like we all want to see him do it, but and when I think is he going to do it, it? I think it will potentially happen at some point, but obviously for the Mercedes as well, it's not a priority for the team. Exactly. Um, yeah. So it's just it's just a an issue of schedule scheduling yeah. it at some point. Oh, also. Um, just in F1 itself, a few random rule changes going into this season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, first of all, the Q2 tyre rule in qualifying Ooh, yeah. is being scrapped. Interesting. Which I hate. Because obviously, it's annoying for teams, but it adds that strategic element to the race on Sunday, I don't know. Yeah, like I didn't, I I didn't mind the Q two tire rule. I think a lot of people didn't like it. They could have changed anything. Why that? Like I don't really have any qualms with that. Yeah, I just like, but I it'll be interesting to see because you know if they end up thinking oh, it was better with it, they'll probably just put it back in again. Also, another I'm, thing. Yeah. Uh, sprint races. Yeah. What? is happening there well <laughs> potentially nothing <laughs> yeah 
it hasn't it hasn't been confirmed or anything has it yet um well, cause it, well, well, the sort of rumours were they went down from like something like nine sprint races to like six to to three yeah. to now they're potentially yeah. just not being sprint races potentially. Yeah, I enjoyed the sprint race. Not yeah, every week. I feel like this is an unpopular opinion. <laughs> yeah, unpopular opinion. I I enjoyed it. I wouldn't yeah. enjoy it every every week, every race. But yeah. I think having some in there. Just to spice it up a bit. I enjoy... think we wouldn't have had Brazil without the sprint race. Yeah. I mean, we would have had Brazil, but we wouldn't have had Lewis Hamilton in, like doing his no. thing. Um, like, even if they had the sprint races and they weren't to do with qualifying, they were just like reverse grid for points, like something like that. Could be very fun. I can see why teams wouldn't want to do it, though. That's. Yeah, because it can... But now that the budget cap's in, it's like... It's... Yeah, it is annoying. But yeah, it will, it'll be interesting to see um, what happens in that I don't area. Know, I don't know if you've seen this as well, but... Um, I mean, I read a tweet about it ages ago, and I've, I've, been, I've just been trying to find more information on it, and I can't find it. But there's new rules coming into place about what drivers teams can choose to drive for them in the free practices so i think if a team chooses someone to drive in a free practice it has to be someone who has limited f1 experience i might have got that completely oh, yeah. wrong no, did you see like something like that drivers yeah they didn't they bring in it's like the young drivers something or other yeah, I so don't there's, know. <laughs> there's something. I will try and look into it a bit more, but it's it's interesting. But yeah, I think that's about yeah. it. Wow. Well, first proper episode back. It's been fun. <laughs> it's been wild. <laughs> it's been wild. Fernando Alonso is going to be champion. Love that for him. <laughs> so pleased for him. So pleased for him. Well done. Well when done when's the um, Alpine launch? Let me find out for you. I believe it is. I've got I've got a calendar. It is a week on Monday. So the twenty first. Yep. I'm telling you now. I've got a feeling they're gonna be my favourite livery this season. Oh. Also, Mercedes need to stop playing mind games because. <laughs> I, Toto said they were going back to silver, and yep. yet they posted a picture of George a few days ago in a black suit, and then they posted yep. another picture of like a paint pot black with paint. black in it. Oh my god! I hope they keep the black cars. Those are, those are just beautiful. And I think the Alfa Romeo could be going, oh, partially black, which I would freaking oh. love. <laughs> if Alfa Romeo spice it up, ah. Oh. <laughs> And as they should. And my dad reckoned that the Ferrari could have a bit of black on it as well this season. It could, while well, looking at their merch, it's not out of the question. I hope it's better looking than their merch, but... <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, it's just very fun, isn't it? It's all very fun. I like this time of year, before things mm. get a bit... Um, messy. Messy. <laughs> 
Anyway, that's it for this episode of The Rookies. What are we talking about next week? So next week, just a, just a chatty one, really. We'll talk about the new uh, livery, uh, liveries that we, what do you call it? Livery reveals, car reveals. Maybe talk about some controversial opinions, maybe. Oh, interesting. That's what, uh, maybe. But yeah, it'll just be a chatty one. Uh, and then episode after that, we'll talk about what we know about Barcelona testing, but <laughs> I can't guarantee it'll be much. <laughs> If you want to keep up to date with the podcast, then make sure to follow us on our socials at the Rookies F1 Podcast on Instagram and at the Rookies F1 on Twitter and YouTube. And make sure to tune in for the next episode and have a simply, simply lovely, lovely day. day. <laughs> All right, bye. See you next week. Don't miss us too much. Wow, I'm sure that Alpha Towery looks great. I haven't seen it yet.